we are going to talk to Carol Brody Fleet today about when it comes to your grief, watch your reach. So Carol is a multi-award winning author of four books, including 12-time international, international bestseller, Widows Wear Stilettos. And we love that. Uh, and name. we loved it. She wore stilettos at yes. her events, always. <laughs> always. I am right now. I love <laughs> right. it. Yes. She is a media contributor, six-time contributor to Chicken Soup for the Soul, and an expert in grief recovery. Carol has made nearly 1,300 radio appearances and additionally appears on numerous television programs. Welcome to the show, Carol. I do want to say thank you to all of you for joining us here today. Just by being here, you've taken a gargantuan step forward in your own healing journey. And it takes courage to do that. So thank you for joining us. I do want to tell you just a little bit about myself so you kind of get a feeling for why I'm sitting here talking to you today. Um, back a few years now, we were a normal family. My husband, Mike, was a 28-year veteran of his police department here in Southern California. And our daughter, Kendall, at the time was just on the cusp of adolescence. And that's always a fun time and keeping us very busy. And I had just left the legal profession from which I come from education and degree. And I was enjoying my career in the upper management levels of the beauty and cosmetics industry. And that's where life had us when Mike was diagnosed with ALS. That's more commonly known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, happily, there's been a lot more awareness brought to that illness in the last few years through the ice bucket challenge and so forth. But at the end of the day, the reality is that it is a terminal illness. And as was with the case with Mike, the illness took him fairly quickly. And two years after he was diagnosed, he passed away. I was left a widowed parent of a then pre-adolescent child in complete financial and emotional ruin. And I had absolutely no idea in which direction to turn. There just simply wasn't a whole lot of support out there for widowed and none that spoke to me anyway. And it was a few years later after going through the healing processes and doing some great things and making some strides and making a couple of mistakes that I thought, you know, there's got to be at least one or two other widowed people out there who might be feeling the same way I felt at the very beginning of my healing journey, isolated, completely alone, and absolutely rudderless. And I just started writing notes on a legal pad. I'm old school. And I just started writing notes. And when I finished writing down all the things that I'd been looking for and couldn't find, I actually wound up with the table of contents to the first book, Widows Wear Stilettos, which has just been released into second edition. And I am so excited that those notes on a legal pad scribbled in the middle of the night has turned into now 17 years of service to the widowed community predominantly and the bereaved community at large. It has been a journey of privilege and of blessing for me. So that's how I wound up here speaking to you. And I am thrilled about this particular subject because what I am gonna try and impart to you is just a little bit of control because too many of us relinquish that control, the control of our healing journey. And that relinquishment can start with our reach. When it comes to your grief and your healing journey, you must watch your reach. What does that mean? Let's start with a huge myth. And that myth is that time heals all wounds. 
I hate that phrase. It's not true. And I will teach about it. And in teaching about time healing all wounds or not, um, I will also talk about reaching. You've got to be proactive and you've got to reach for help and you've got to reach. But it occurred to me after a few years that I wasn't being specific enough about the direction in which you reach. So that's what I want to talk about. Every, all of us, every single one of us has three distinct directions of reach. And this goes for uh, whether we're healing after loss or in our daily day-to-day -day life. We have choices in our directions of reach. The first direction is reaching down. What does reaching down mean? Too many of us, myself included, have reached down during our healing journeys. Reaching down means that you are sharing and expecting support from toxic people, negative people, people who are not going to benefit you in any way as you move forward through what may very well possibly be the worst time of your life and the worst experience of your life and who are you reaching for people who are going to bring you down and keep you there you know let's stop for a second everybody on the planet can be divided into one of two columns energy givers and energy drainers now the energy givers are the people that you've, you've seen today and you're going to continue to see throughout the day they are fantastic they are making you better for having spent time in their space. They're encouraging and they're uplifting and they have positive suggestions and they're proactive in helping you. Those are your energy givers. Energy drainers are just that. They're draining. If you spend enough time with one, you're gonna feel like someone let all the air out of your tires. If you ask them how they're feeling, they'll tell you and it's never good. They're full of ailments, the dog has fleas, the oven door's broken, they're tired all the time. You know, they're, they're the living embodiment of the cartoon character with the, with the dark cloud over its head. And you know that glass is half full, half empty thing? Well, their glass is not only half empty, it has dribble holes and a lipstick stain and a cigarette butt in the bottom. Energy drainers are going to bring you down and they are going to keep you there. You've got to get away from them. So before you share your healing journey or your feelings or your innermost thoughts or your fears or whatever, with someone, think about this. Why am I sharing with them? Why am I listening to them? Am I being wise in allowing them to possibly inform and couch my healing journey? And if your answers aren't in the positive, those are your answers right there. That's reaching down. You never ever want to reach down. It will not serve you in any positive stead as you move forward through your grief. The next direction of reach is reaching out, laterally, sideways. Reaching out is awesome. It's terrific. You're reaching out to the people who have the same or similar experience as you do. You know, as I said at the top, and I remember this feeling so well, the first thing that you feel after a tremendous loss is alone alone in your feelings, alone in the experience, like nobody could possibly understand. Now, obviously, all of our loss experiences are unique because we're unique, but the experiences that are born of that loss can be very similar. And I found that out as I began to receive the thousands of letters I've been blessed to receive over the years. 
is all these people writing in saying, I know nobody has this problem. And I could think of two dozen other people who have said the same thing. So when you reach out to others who are in the same boat that you are, that right there is a huge comfort because you know you're not alone. And other people will share more readily with somebody that they know will understand and relate to them. And you will learn so much from a community that will surround you with support and encouragement and education. Remember what I said about energy giving? Just because you suffered a loss doesn't make you an energy drainer. And the people in the community that we are a part of, that we serve, are the most phenomenal people in the world. And the, the fantastic thing about technology is if you're not a talker, if you're not an extrovert, if you're not a joiner, you can still reach out for that community and you can be a part of it just by going online. And there is literally a community for every single kind of loss that you can imagine. I happen to serve the widowed community predominantly but I welcome anybody who is suffering through loss or life challenge because so much of what we teach can apply to so many loss perspectives. So that's reaching out. I really want to encourage you to reach out to others who have experienced the same or similar experience as you, and they're easy to find. And that includes in-person support too. The last direction of support is reaching up. Now I know most of you will think, oh, reaching up to God, reaching up to a higher power. Absolutely. I absolutely sanction that, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about reaching up to the experts. And experts can be anybody that has the education or the experience or a combination of both. Doctors Heidi and Gloria Horsley are excellent examples of reaching up to the experts. Experts can also include your doctor or somebody relate, you know, related to your doctor in the mental health field, a therapist, a life coach. Reaching up can include authors because I promise you this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something very, very bold and speak for every author in the bere- who writes in the bereavement genre. We write in that genre by choice. It's not an easy genre to pitch from a business standpoint, but it's the most important in my humble view, because we all choose to write in that genre for one reason. We want to help you get through your pain. We want to alleviate hurt. We want to provide hope and promise and tell you that even if you can't see it today, we can see it for you. Let us see it for you. And if you just reach up, We'll grab your hand and we will show you how. I also encourage you to reach up to several different experts because everybody's approach to grief recovery is different. And not everybody's approach speaks to everybody the same way. I know for a fact that my approach to grief is a little different and it doesn't necessarily appeal to everybody. That's okay. Just as long as you don't stop trying to seek and trying to find the support that speaks to your heart and your spirit, which has been wounded, not broken, but bruised. As long as you can find something that speaks to you, you have reached up. You're letting somebody else guide you. What I love to tell my widows is, I know right now 
you feel like you can't even see the street from the front of your house. It's just a fog. And I get that feeling. I remember that. I remember sitting on a couch in the dark and not moving because what was the point? But I like to tell those widows, you might not be able to see the street or down the block, but I can see around the corner. So let me see for you for a little bit. Let me help you just take baby steps to get to that street, to start walking down the block and to make it around the corner. So those are the three directions of reach that you have to choose from. And you know, I like to leave people with a takeaway, something that they can put into practice right after I finish speaking, something that's gonna help move them forward, just a little thing. So what I hope you will do <clears throat> is make a list. And the first list, I want it to be uh, energy drainers that you believe are in your life, perhaps even in your circle. Make a list of five energy drainers that are in your circle. And then ask yourself, am I reaching down to them? Am I sharing parts of my healing journey that I shouldn't be, that, I, that they're now influencing? And then if that's true, I want you to ball up that list and throw it away because it's not helping you. Your next list is gonna help you. You're gonna write down your list of energy givers, the people that you walk away better than you were when you walked up, the people that lift you and support you and say, and they, that doesn't mean they're just always saying yes, but everything that they're doing, whether they're volunteering to pick your kids up from school or they are giving you links or grocery lists or whatever it is that you need in that moment, that's who I want you to focus on. I really want you to gravitate toward your energy givers. Make those lists and see if your healing journey doesn't improve just a little bit by changing your circle of influence, the people that you are permitting to inform and couch your healing journey. Probably one of the most important journeys that you'll ever take. And while we have just a little bit of time left, I want to encourage you to take one more reach of direction. I wanna encourage you to reach back, reach behind you. Reach back and look over your shoulder at how far you've come. And I don't care if your loss was 10 minutes ago, 10 days ago, or 10 years ago. Look at how far you've come from that moment, that moment that shape-shifted your future forever, the moment when your life was never gonna be the same. Look how far you've come. Just by logging on today, that's a huge step. And I also want you to reach back and grab one person that is coming up behind you because sadly, we do welcome people coming up behind us. Grab a hold of their hand and say, hey, I have found an avenue for help. I have found open to hope. I have found soaring spirits. I have found uh, compassionate friends. I have found uh, grief matters. I have found widows wear stilettos. I have found my people, my tribe, the people that understand, reach back because I promise you there is somebody coming up behind you who feels just like you do now or just like you did at that moment of loss. I want to thank you for spending some of your precious time with me and for being a part of this incredible day. To find out more about Widows Wear Stilettos and all the books and what it is that we do, I invite you to visit widowswearstilettos.com.
And also you can find me on Facebook at Carol Brody Fleet. And we have a lot of hot topic discussions and motivation and inspiration there as well. Thank you once again. And thank you, Open to Hope. I love you guys dearly. Great. Thank you, Carol.